Let's learn different moves. Parenting movements, that is. Let's mix and shake until we find our own groove. I'm Paula. Angel. Jumi. I'm Mars. And this is the Shaking Parenting Podcast. We would like to remind everyone that nobody is really an expert in the philosophies we are discussing here, except the ones who created it themselves. We chose our guests because we've seen their passion in their chosen philosophy, and we would love to learn with them. Our goal here is to share these learnings with you, and then who knows, maybe it will encourage you to dig deeper and go further. Let's begin! Hello everyone! So, today's episode is a little special for me because this pedagogy is one I experienced teaching myself for a year. It was that year that I really learned what it means when people say someone is word smart or nature smart or body smart. And it was such an honor for me to watch children breathe and live this philosophy every single day. I saw how children were more accepting of each other no matter how different they seemed from one another. Here with us today is my former co-teacher, one who taught the multiple intelligence way for more than 20 years. Not only taught, actually, she was also the preschool head where we taught for more than a decade. Can you imagine that? I'm sure there's a lot we will learn from her today. So friends, let's welcome Teacher Ella Basco Inventor. Hello, Teacher Ella. Hi, Paula. Hi, Hi everyone. Hi. I'm so, ano, I'm so excited to be chatting with you again. <laughs> wow, yes. Ang tagal na natin nag-chika. Okay. Ayan. Hi, Teacher Ella. This is Mars. Hi, Mars. Uh, hi. I used to teach in a preschool near where you and Paula used to work. Ah, but, okay. Yeah, but that time, I have been hearing multiple intelligence, but that time, I didn't think, I didn't know that it was a pedagogy. So, until this podcast, ngayon ko lang nalaman. So, I'm excited to learn more about it today. So, in simple terms, how would you describe the multiple intelligence method? Okay, so basically, the multiple intelligence is a theory by Dr. Howard Gardner. He's a professor and a psychologist from Harvard University. And then, well, basically, it just tells us that people can be smart in different ways. So traditionally, diba, we look at the intelligences as a general intelligence. So mostly language and math are determinants of being intelligent in a traditional setting. But in this theory, um, there are eight ways for us to be smart and there are eight uh, ways for us to learn also. So parang in, in very simple terms, that's what it is. So there are eight intelligences that Dr. Howard Gardner proposed. So it's verbal linguistic, it's logical math, visual spatial, interpersonal, intrapersonal, bodily kinesthetic, musical and naturalist but in simpler terms yeah. it's um, coined by Thomas Armstrong it's the smarts it's what they call the smarts so young word smart number smart picture smart people smart self smart body smart music smart and nature smart so you know having that those being names being said or those labels being said but when you say before na, oy smart ka ba? Parang very natural for them. Ah, hindi ako magaling sa math eh. Or, ah. I, uh, only in reading, only in language. But now, because, you know, the children are, well, at least dun sa the community where I used to be part of, when we say that 
are you smart? They say, yes. Very confident. Yes, true. Yeah. Diba? Parang they know na I'm smart not just in math and language, but I'm also smart if I can do music. I'm also smart if I can do um, visual spatial. So even my my children, if you ask them, parang are you, which kind of smart yung question, hindi yung are you smart. Parang how are you smart is the usual question that is being asked in a, you know, if if you're familiar with with the multiple intelligences. So, what they're saying also is that we all have those smarts, okay? Parang, they sabi that everybody has it. The younger ones, we, we are, we have a natural disposition to grow this smart. So, young ones, and us as adults also. But, of course, the way that, kumbaga, iba-ibang level lang tayo ng, um, ng, intelligences depending on of course our experiences also and and you know the way that we uh learn is is also important in determining determining that or you know understanding our our, our own intelligences but it can work independently or together so ibig sabihin depending on your situation also kunyari you're solving math problem or doing um budget at home so yung natatap mo na intelligence at the time is the logical math but if you're kunyari performing and then you know that's a different kind of intelligence so the interpersonal and maybe if you're doing music or bodily kinesthetic if you're performing kunyari dance or role playing so it, the intelligences or the smarts can also work together. Yeah. There. <laughs> I love it. Ano, parang grabe yung memories ko nung <laughs> no pagtuturo natin bumabalik. <laughs> yes, diba? Parang all of those things that allows you to tap into your creativity also in as a teacher, diba? To parang how do I teach this through this smart parang. Yes. Saka Ang ang galing lang kasi tama yung sinabi mo na they're so confident like nobody I I never met anybody from that school a, a student I mean that who felt that I am not smart parang laging you know I'm nature smart I'm yeah. ganitong smart ganyan nakaaliw mm-hmm. <laughs> they already know mm-hmm. what kind of smart even in the preschool actually um we we all we already start with um with the young ones yes. to have them recognize what their strengths are, you know. Um, that's the I think the beauty of of having the intelligences also. But any 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 age, once you realize now, oh, I can be smart, pala in different ways, no matter what how old you are or how young you are. And you know, but, Teacher Ella, I've seen that eh, because my students, man, I was in grade school, diba. So yes. I taught grade four, and you were in the preschool. But my students were your students. Yeah. And angeling how they lived and really breathed this all these years. Um, naaaliw ako kasi ako first time lang ako naka coming from a more traditional setting. First time ko nakakita na wow, grabe yung kids. They're they're very confident and they parang walang bullying ba na nangyayari <laughs> kasi parang they just explain one another na oh ah si ganito mas ano siya eh word smart siya talaga parang ganon parang yes. they get to explain each other's um you know different highlights so nakakatuwa na from childhood kasi from yung age na tinuruan mo sila nadala nila yon hanggang no grade school sila, diba? And I'm yes. sure even now that they're in college and some have graduated already. Ah, uh, yes. There's some of them are already performing in their, uh, ex- they're performing their expertise 
in their mm-hmm. work in their workplaces. So parang that's how how long it has been <laughs> since since uh, we we first started. But now even in the classes that I teach, I teach kasi uh, I I now head the enriched learning labs and I also teach an um young kids and as much as possible we integrate i integrate the multiple intelligences in the in the lessons and in the activities in the curriculum because it is something that is a tool that you know learners and teachers and parents can actually use strongly teacher ella yes. i understand that this approach is used mostly in schools right yes yes but is it something that you can also replicate at home and then, how will it look like in a home? Okay. Um, multiple intelligences is a learning tool. So, it means that we'll, uh, naturally, it will, you know, fall into uh, the schools. However, because it's a learning tool, but you learn everywhere, diba? You learn not just in, in a formal setting in school, but you also learn at home. Um, I can say that, you know, there's no specific look Mm-hmm. Yung, yung how, the MI, oy, it's an MI home. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, parang, yeah. So far mm-hmm. naman, parang in the years that I have been with, uh, I've been learning about MI also and, you know, applying it in real life. Parang I have, even in our household, parang I couldn't say, it, it's an MI, oh, that looks like an MI house. Uh-huh. <laughs> or an MI home, ganyan, diba? Um, however, parang there is also a way that you can more or less integrated in the way that you um teach in the house especially now diba, that uh with, with the with the situation that we are in right now it's really more on how we tap into our resources para kung how we can uh teach our kids at home so what i normally do is have you can integrate it actually create a schedule that focuses mm-hmm. on a specific intelligence per day or parts of the day. So, hindi siya yung parang, um, okay, ano siya, uh, kumbaga, hindi siya yung naka, pag nakita mo, oy, am I dito? But you can create, actually, uh, an M- walang standard na parang, okay, this is what you do. But you can create a schedule for, for the kids to integrate the multiple intelligences or the intelligences that you'd like to target. For example, during the day, okay, today is Sunday. I, I'd i like for for the people in, in our homes or my kids to work more on um, their bodily kinesthetic. So, this is a BK day or a BK morning or parts mm-hmm. of the day. So, you can create a schedule like in the morning, um, we can do a bodily kinesthetic activity. You can write it down in your schedule. So, you know, may time or may, may chunk of time. So, there a.m., uh, noon time, or p.m., or ganyan. And then, nakalagay lang doon yung target mo na intelligences and anong activity that you want to, and how you want to target that, that um, intelligences. So, a.m. is bodily kinesthetic. You can do um, yoga or some activity with the kids at allows them to move their bodies. And then, mm-hmm. for lunch, kunyari, cooking naman ang aming, uh, kunyari, we, I want to tap into the logical and the naturalistic so I can do cooking with my kids. So, naturalist kasi, um, cooking kasi involves several naman of the intelligences. So, it's an integration of, um, of your smarts. Also, hindi lang siya uh, one way of doing. Kasi ma, 
sa logical smart kasi there's steps, diba? there's a sequence. Um, Naturalist, it's parang what kind of food or uh, how, how does this support this other, this uh, the meat or the vegetables or things like that. Or in the afternoon, you can put in a visual spatial uh, kind of uh, hour. And then after that, you can do music and music smart and word smart when you try to compose a song with your child or mm-hmm. something like that. So it's it's quite flexible in mm-hmm. terms of uh, the way that you want to integrate the intelligences or the smart smart activities during the day. Hindi naman siya yung naka, okay, ito lang yung gagawin today. So it's really an integration. It's not just one smart if you've noticed, di ba? Pero hindi lang siya one smart per hour. One, one smart. It's an yeah. Once part per day. So, it can mm-hmm. be an integration of other intelligences. So, hindi rin siya dependent on the use of specific materials. So, hindi rin mm-hmm. siya uh, material dependent. But, we can consider a variety of open-ended materials for exploration. Right. So, that will allow us to kunyari, manipulate one learning material in a manner that um, also taps into the other intelligences. So, kunyari, um you can play doh or uh, that's an open ended material so right. you can use the the play doh to create uh to create things for visual spatial in the uh smart or picture smart you can create you know visual spatial visual spatial but they learn through pictures and they understand through um yung mga visual representation of things and that's how they also uh uh, show their their learning is also through that. So, pwedeng that and then another day you can use that to uh, create uh, numbers naman or to use it for other things uh, to perform or to show what they, they have learned. So, mm. many or the blocks also, Mm-mm. you can use that for counting, you can use that for creating your letters, you can use that for you know, you can stick letters there and then you can form words and stuff like Mm-mm. that. So, it's it's open-ended. So, it's not really ma- very heavily dependent on, on materials. materials. And then, yeah, the purpose really is to support the learning and to explore the growing intelligences of our kids using the materials that mm-hmm. we have. And then, as they explore it, they use it as a, uh, a, a tool to, mm-hmm. right, to grow their intelligences, to explore it. Yes. Yeah. So, Teacher Ella, di ba, multiple intelligence nga, intelligences nga per child. So, I understand na each child, iba-iba yung kung ano yung mas, paano ba yung tawag na parang mas intelligent siya on this aspect compared to the other aspect, di ba? Kasi parang hindi naman pantay-pantay yung intelligence level. I don't know yung kung ano yung terms na ginagamit ninyo, no? Pero parang, in my mind, ganun ko siya naiintindihan, eh. So, parang, do you start with your child's parang strengths? Or do you give more focus muna on dun sa parang where he needs more improvement? What would you recommend? Kasi, like for my son, um, gets ko, parang kitang-kita ko na yung strength niya is linguistic, ganyan. Pero maybe he needs more improvement in terms of yung spatial awareness. So, do I start with ko ano yung strength niya muna? O dito tayo sa spatial awareness? Yeah, that's an interesting question. I really like that, you know. Um, when one of the things that I think we need, Dr. Gardner was also trying to share with us about the intelligences is that um, when a child learns, uh, when a child is 
a particular intel a particular smart so kunare um i'm sorry your your son is in you, you, your son seems to be in which intelligence linguistic linguistic uh-huh. diba mm-hmm. um it doesn't mean that that's the only parang because he learns that ay parang oy mas inclination na mahilig siya mag uh, explore doesn't mean that that's the only way we will integrate the the learning through him. So what he's what Dr. Gardner is saying that is that we teach them um using all the intelligences. So mm-hmm. um yes when we do an assessment um when we do an assessment and uh, an MI assessment there are many actually there are many assessments that you can use that allows you to really explore kung ano yung smarts ng, ng natin or ng mga bata, right. the adults and the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, you start from, yeah, okay, mukhang ito nga yung anak ko. Mukhang nag, naglili, nag, mas mataas yung um, uh, BK niya and yung natu- naturalist niya compared to when you're word or, or logical math. Once you have that information on hand, mm-hmm. you can determine already parang how you want to, kumbaga, how you want to design the learning for the child. The question you were asking is, tuunahin ko ba yung mas less or uunahin ko ba mm-hmm. yung mas, mas uh, strong siya? Actually, mm-hmm. you can use yung strengths niya Yun. to grow kung ano yung, um, yes. kung ano yung, kung saan siya nag, nag, less. So, parang you can teach a skill using all the eight intelligences so she can, your child can tap into all of those uh, smarts. Kasi kunyari ako, I, or my, my son is a uh, picture smart. So, when we mm-hmm. teach him, ako, I identify first what their strengths are mm-hmm. and then work mm-hmm. from there. So, Correct. okay. So, I think my son, my, my, child is, uh, kunyari, your son is, be, uh, doon na sa mga younger kids. So, kunyari, your son mm-hmm. is um, five. Uh, five years old and he's linguistic. So, I can mm-hmm. I can use that as an entry point to teach uh, things that he likes and then s- gradually add other things. So, kunyari, okay, he's uh, word smart and then I can gradually put in our visual smart, uh, uh, picture smart, and we'll start drawing all the letters that he knows and all the objects that he understands. It mm-hmm. starts with letter E, for example, or the right. words or the mm-hmm. vocabulary that he, he knows. And then we can start collecting work, collecting materials that begins with the letter E and start counting them, which would be, um, would be tapping into his uh, logical smart naman. Mm-hmm. And then we can perform words that begins with the letter E, for example, or vocabulary words that we know, perform it, which is an, mm-hmm. uh, BK naman. So we can use, it's it's good to have the data that mm-hmm. you you know which in which uh, intelligences or smarts your, your child is, um, parang may natural inclination. Mm-hmm. To, and you can use that actually to integrate all the other intelligences in learning right. specific skills or some skills. So, yeah, you can start with that and then grow the others. Actually, sabay-sabay. Mm-hmm. Pwede naman siyang sabay-sabay then. Okay. Sige. Thank you, yeah. Teacher Ella. I hope that Simulan was helpful. Simulan ko na. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> i-build, i-build ko lang dun sa sinabi ni Teacher Ella kasi actually, yan yung kahit one year lang ako, sa totoo lang, ang dami ko talagang 
natutunan doon. And yun yung parang naging, ano ba, jump start ko sa pag-understand ng child development and at the same time, parang understanding people in general na, uy, meron palang ganitong method. So, i-build ko lang. Parang yung sinasabi ni Teacher Ella, ganun kami gumagawa ng curriculum. So, for example, um, siguro, kunyari yun nga, uh, word smart yung anak mo, more than, let's say, body smart. So, pwedeng, kunyari, naka-blindfold siya as an activity, tapos, dinidirect mo siya using your words kasi naiintindihan ka niya eh. Pero, papamove mo siya. Kunyari, can you move two steps back? Ayun, parang ganon. So, you use, yun yung sinasabi ni Teacher Ella na, you use your, your, you use the strength of the child to teach kung saan siya mas challenge. So, actually, yun na nga yung next question ko. Kasi, ang isa sa mga natutunan kong role ng adult teacher Ella sa multiple intelligence method is that, one, yes, you you should know or it's really helpful to know what the intelligence, uh, uh, what's the natural inclination of your of your child is in terms of saan intelligences ba siya, you know, mas nadadalian talaga. And, um, using that to introduce concepts. So, kwento ko lang sa inyo. I was teaching two, um, two sections noon. Pero ang curriculum ko, laging magkaiba. Kaya doon kami napupuyat lahat. Kasi magkaiba yung curriculum ng, let's say, section A sa section B. Kasi, parang naka-section din sila, depende dun sa ano yung mas natural inclination nila na smarts. So, kunyari, uh, let's say, magtuturo ako ng verb, sa isang section, it'll be, kunyari, ang, ang introduction namin, magbabasa kami, kasi mas word smart sila. Tapos, mm-hmm. sa section B naman, ay, gagalaw muna kami, kasi sobra silang, words, ay, sobra silang body smart. Uh-huh. So, kailangan tumatalon-talon muna kami, ganon. So, yung introductions namin, sa curriculum, lagi silang magkaiba. And that was so helpful for me in understanding how important the role then of an adult is in parang, ano ba, enriching a child's learning kasi parang mas naiintindihan mo yung anak mo. Other than that, Teacher Ella, um, I know there are a lot more. What would you say are the roles of an adult in this method? Well, um, yeah, building on what you said, that's really one of the strongest no is to create opportunities for the children um to explore the multiple intelligences in different ways mm-hmm. so it's good that the children uh, it's good that the adult is able to recognize the strengths of the the kids or the smarts of the kids during this time uh so that they can also direct the activities or provide them with the activities that they they have that allows them to nurture to nurture that experience. So, yun. One of the things also is mentorship and modeling. Aside from creating um, creating the activities, also men- mentoring the child and modeling mm-hmm. how a certain activity would go. Kasi hindi naman kaagad, siyempre learning, di ba? Hindi naman kaagad natural for them to perform certain things mm-hmm. or to uh, when you present an activity or when you present a learning uh, opportunity for them, it does not come naturally for right. them right away to uh, oh, sige, alam ko na yan, kasi ano ko, I'm word smart, oh yeah. Uh-huh. They'll start to engage in it, they'll start to engage in it because that's an entry point that you, right. that you do. And then once you're there, then you start 
to mentor them and to model them and how to grow those uh those smart so kunyari um kunyari with with modeling kasi diba in our brains diba, the neurons we have what we call the mirror neurons and the mirror neurons allows us to uh copy or model other others mm-hmm. yeah, that yeah. allows us to uh parang learn from from each other so we we tap on that and then when we want to teach a certain activity to the kids kunyari um gusto ko siyang matuto already to do bodily kinesthetic hindi siya kunyari hindi niya ng strength or hindi niya masyado ng strength so papasok ka through your your strongest intelligence diba mm-hmm. and then you want to tap into his bk and you go eh, alam mo na hindi naman niyan masyadong, ayoko niyan, ayoko nagla, ayoko na nag-exercise. So, we model, okay, how about we give it a try? And then, you show how the child, it's how it's being done. And then, because of that mirror neuron, that that, that allows the child to, mm, maybe I can explore that, or maybe I can give it a try. Mm-hmm. So, that's that's one thing. Another, when the kids are a bit older, you can do a bit of mentorship mm-hmm. with the kids using their intelligences and how they can tap other intelligences or other smarts to complement what they already, what they think they are good at. Kasi they know mm-hmm. already. Parang, if you, once you, once they learn the language, already na, oh, I'm smart in this way, I'm like that. It becomes natural for them to speak it. So, right. when we highlight it in conversations and we say, oh, that's very word smart of you or that's mm-hmm. very picture smart of you. And then you explain to them, or oh, picture smart is like this and word smart is like that. Then, they already have that language and then they become and they understand it. So once they have that understanding, they're a bit older, you can do a parang mentorship with them already. Okay, so you want to do composition, those who are inclined with music. I like listening to music. I like listening. But I, ako, I don't, I like listening to music and I, I like reading. I'm, I think I'm word smart. I think I'm also, um, pretty much inclined with music. But I, the only thing I know is to sing. But I'm not even, I don't think I'm even very good at that, diba? So, once, if a child feels like, oh, I want to explore more on my musical intelligences, then you can mentor them in tapping their word smart also and say, hey, why don't we try and do, write the words to, you know, and then put some music on it. That's mentorship because it, hindi yan, hindi pa kaagad yan natural for them to say, oh, sige, I'll put this and this together. So, we can, we can explore that as, as adults with our, our little ones. And then from there, create yun experiences for them uh, and, you know, allow them to build on, oh, hey, how about we give this a try naman? Diba? How about we, we try to integrate? Well, how does it look like if we, you know, try to use the other intelligences naman using this uh, activity that you like. Something something like that as well. Hi. Daming memories. Okay, thank you so much. <laughs> the next uh, question, <laughs> the next topic is on discipline. Can you tell us more about how discipline looks like in the MI or the multiple intelligence method? Okay. Um. Well, siguro discipline per se mm-hmm. would be the bad... It's about teaching. Right. Disciplining is about because you want to teach your child something. You want to learn. You want him to learn a specific 
uh, skill din, diba, when you're doing that. Um, one of the things that MI teaches is good grit, diba? Good grit means, um, being, being, being good means having a set of values that forms a person's character. So, when we discipline, I could, I, I'm not saying that, oh, this is the MI, this is how an MI you know, you should discipline in an MI way. And what I'm saying is that you can use also the the, the strengths of your children and the, to to discipline and to talk to them or to um, understand where they are at and why they are behaving in a certain way. To me, when you see... So disciplining is, a, is teaching, right? And MI is into building character. Okay, what, so we want to understand why is the, the child misbehaving? Because it's possible na, kasi, di ba, as adults, we have certain lenses already that when we, when we, that we use already when we look at certain behaviors of children. Parang, ah, ganyan. So, minsan, kunyari, tinatawag mo yung anak mo. Parang, oy, uh, come, let's eat na. And he's reading, he's reading pa. Ganyan. And he's glued, and he's, and you feel that he's not listening to you. Right. Is it is it because he's really not listening to you or is it he's really just very word smart and then parang gusto niya talaga nagbabasa or nagsustruggle nakukulitan ka na doon sa ano kasi tanong lang tanong bakit bakit why like this why like that ganyan ganyan is he really being indignant or is it because she really wants to ask because he's very logical smart mm-hmm. or parang when you're watching something or you're listening you're 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 eating and then suddenly your child start, starts tapping on the table or, you know, using his fingers to tap and then tapping his feet. And it's annoying. Parang, oh, mm-hmm. why, why do you do that? Ganyan. Because in his head, he hears music that he wants to do. Maybe his music smart. So uh, my question would always be, why is a child misbehaving? Diba? And then through that, then we understand. And through that, you can use the lens of the multiple intelligence lens. Parang, mm, why is he, is he really misbehaving? Or is it being driven by his... Um, the kind of smart that he is inclined to. And then, because once we understand that, then it's easier for us to determine how to, uh, how to address this, the situation, how to teach them, how you're being, diba? it's not you're being told what to do, mm-hmm. you're being taught what to do. Okay? You're being taught na, okay, I understand that, it's, it's all about respect, diba? it's a, is, is respecting the child, uh, in terms of uh, empowering them. Okay, so it's it. So one of the things that we the core the core that we have is respect and empowerment by explaining to the kids. Now, okay, I understand that you enjoy that there's you hear music in your head and you want to perform, but you know, uh, is it all right if you do it another time or, you know, just because I, I need to work on a certain task and mm. I need to concentrate and mm. things like that. You know, it's it's more of um giving the child choices also. So, providing choices. So, with respect to how they are growing, we also want to give them that we want to empower them in making choices for for themselves. And, you know, Providing them with those choices, those those um choices na pareho kayong <laughs> pareho kayong okay yes. about, de ba? Hindi yung parang 
Okay, ikaw lang yung, kunyari ikaw yung nagbibigay ng choice, okay? You do that or you go somewhere else or something like that. Parang, ah, but I, I don't, or you don't do that or you go somewhere else and do something else. But he wants to perform a certain, you know, kaya ang inisip ko kasi kunyari yung tapping or ganyan. So, in a manner, I think the MI helps us in, in, in a manner, in disciplining, the multiple intelligences allows us to understand how a child is behaving or why is a child behaving yeah. in a certain way. And then from there, we can build on how we want to um, address the yeah. situation or how to address uh, the, the concern that we're having at that moment. Because it's a teaching, you know, it's also a teaching opportunity. And then, always at the core is the respect for the child and, of course, providing them, oh, empowering them and providing them with choices. So that's also one of the things that we can, we can do if we want, if, you know, disciplining, using the multiple intelligences. Teacher Ella, I have a question. Yes. I like what you said a while ago about children, uh, even in preschool, the idea is for the children to recognize their strengths and they can even say, oh, I'm word smart, nature smart, and so on, diba? Do you give them the vocabulary? Like, do you tell them word smart and present it to them? How do you introduce the smarts to the children? Well, it's interesting because, of course, you learn a certain concept when through, de- yun, depende rin sa kanilang, <laughs> sa, ka- sa kanilang strength, diba? But, of course, you start, normally start with the song, you normally start with. Later, I'll teach you the song. <laughs> but, oh, okay. um, usually start with, uh, um, yes, saying what it is. Oh, with pictures, this is what word, word smart is. And then, we, we, say the um we say the word so oh today we're gonna do uh word smart activity so that mm-hmm. means we're gonna explore uh uh learning the language or learning the letters or learning kasi diba ano eh, um being word smart does not naman entail lang the alphabets it's also other things language um what um and about articulation, you know, exploring all those things. So if it's uh during that when we schedule also certain activities, you know, it's uh and then stations in the learning stations, it's labeled mm-hmm. on a certain it's assigned a certain uh smart. So, kanyari, mm-hmm. uh, um, nakaset up yung isang area as word smart, nakaset up yung isang area as um, nature smart, or that's free exploration, or you put other things for them to explore with um, either a microscope or a, a magnifying glass, and then they explore it. So, they know it, that it's nature smart, there's a label there that says nature smart. Mm-hmm. On the table, there are nature smart things. So, Correct. when you say, okay, everybody, let's go to the nature smart. Okay, let's do word smart today, and let's do number smart, and things like that. So, that's how they introduce, diba? with when we introduce something with young ones, it's normally something that uses their senses all the time. So, when we introduce the smarts to them, it's also like that. It's through the senses. So, it's a lot of hands-on exploration. Visually, we show it to them. Auditory, kinetic, and tactile. And, of course, to all the other things, you know. Um, allow them to explore those things. So, when they say, kasi ano, frequency din ng frequency then ng use of the language. Mm-hmm. And once they recognize it, they recognize it because of the experiences that is attached to the right. 
to the word. So if they say na oh, I am reading, I am in the in a word smart area, or if kunya I'm doing a word smart activity, then she will the child will automatically associate that activity as being word smart. So kunya I'm reading a book. Oh, that's okay. Let's read. Let's learn our our letters today. How about we form the letters? Letter A, letter B, kunya. This is such a good word smart activity for us. Mm-hmm. I I really enjoy kunya if you're doing it in in your homes, diba? I really like this word word smart activity. Mm-hmm. I, that's when you're doing naman bodily kinesthetic. I'm I'm really enjoying this uh, body smart activity. What do you think about this? So mm-hmm. it's really the frequency of use and the activities that you associate with with that that allows the child to really remember and to understand mm-hmm. what the is what the what the categories the are. Yes. Uh-oh. I wanted to ask Ella because I did some research before about MI and I there's kind of conflicting information about some mentioning spiritual and others says that Howard didn't categorize it or anything. So maybe you can share about how religion or faith um is part of MI or can be integrated into MI. Mm, um, like what I mentioned earlier also, diba, well, diba yung contention kasi kung may mga, may iba, diba there's eight right now, mm-hmm. um, but there are others who are introducing, uh, the moral intelligences or the, the, ano, the moral intelligence or the existential. Actually, that one is from, ano, it's already in the category that was proposed by Dr. Gardner at the time when he was determining between naturalist, existential, and moral. So, nanalo si naturalist. Okay, okay. So, nakaya naging 8. Kasi yung okay. initial niya talaga was 7. So, naturalist came in a little bit after. But that was with all the... May meron choices kung ano yung i-add dun sa intelligence. Right. So, I was, um, and I was also uh, reading up on 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 that and how it relates with the question of uh, multiple intelligences. You know, um, multiple intelligences kasi is theory-based. So, it's science-based. Mm-hmm. So, you, we know, we all know how it works with science and faith, right? So, parang, uh, it even the theorist was saying, well, it's it's a bit of a challenge to really say, um, even in the scientific community, it's a bit of a challenge to put in um, a very... Um, faith in in terms of science yung mm-hmm. don't say in in the realms of of science because syempre science is very logical they have you know certain determinants to right. make sure that this is a sound theory and things like that but faith is a bit different what i have um what i think would be a more appropriate thing for other than faith would be a uh, character formation um, Dr. Gardner was uh, was very, when I was reading up his book, he said that, well, it's good that you're smart, right? It's good. Of course, it's important that you're intelligent. However, it's more important that you are, they have you have values and morals, Because <clears throat> you can be very smart and not use it in a good way, right? right? And we have, in history, we have experienced very smart people who have not, you know, and major may with the values it's very hindi masyadong aligned with the values that they have so what um uh what dr gardner was saying is that it's not about faith it's about building characters right. character 
through your values. And values are determined culturally. Diba? Yeah. So, iba-iba yung values that are present in different cultures. So, tayo, um, as Filipinos, iba yung values natin than Westerners. Right. And then with other cultures, diba? And then, it's it's from that value that we form the characters of the children that allows uh-huh. them to be, quote-unquote, good people or good citizens. Okay, so from from there, it is... It, it doesn't really say na, oh, kasi ano, faith is medyo um, religious and are medyo inclined with that. Um, my children have grown up in an, I, I think I we've raised our children in an MI way, but ako, I was born, I was born and raised a Catholic, but we chose to, to raise our children in the Christian faith. It did not it did not um change the way we research had in the multiple intelligences. Um it just uh, supports how um how our faith is and we in, we teach our faith through the intelligences also. Uh-huh. But it's building character and values that supports um them the allows them to grow as good people. Yeah. So kasi values values and culture din kasi yung um the one that uh kung saan nagsispring up yung yung intelligences. Mm. Uh, I, so, yes. Um, siguro, I, yeah, I understand where you're coming from. It's really hard to quantify or mm-hmm. categorize faith, I guess. So, maybe, um, if you could indulge me, I guess <laughs> the, the better categorization, quote-unquote, would be the study of theology or study of God. Like, if, or being a philosopher, something like that, na parang, um, in my mind, how do you, how would you, like what you said, it's easy to, for you and your family to integrate the Christian faith, like, um, and teaching it through yung practical, um, aspects of MI. But how about other worldview or religion? How will it accommodate different worldviews? Like, mm-hmm. if they have the Muslim religion, or, mm-hmm. um, maybe you can share, how parents or families can apply those things. Okay. Um. Well, there's the in 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 the books that Dr. Hard- Howard Gardner wrote. There's an existential, um, and the, well, there's the spiritual intelligence or mm. so like. But it's a ano contender. Hindi pa siya actually uh, as a part of the. The, the set of intelligence that he has already proposed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the things that is the core of that mm-hmm. is that um, it is your relation to the bigger world, parang ganyan, or mm-hmm. um, how you see yourself in relation to the bigger world and to your God or gods. Mm-hmm. Well, what is your natural or natural relation or our that. relation to the wider world? Mm-hmm. So, Paano ba? So, because <laughs> it's really, ano, it's a, it's, it's really about how we see ourselves in relation to not just our senses, mm. but beyond that. So, right. faith is like that, diba? Faith yes. is not about senses, eh? It's mm. not about something you can touch and feel. It's something that, uh, it's, you know, touch or feel through your senses, but something that you feel in your in your heart and in your mind. Mm-hmm. So, um, existential is is something like that. It is uh how a a person relates himself or herself in in how the whole world is connected. How mm-hmm. he is part of that, world, and how he is part of uh, the God in the God, God, the God or the God's uh-huh. daytime. 
So mm-hmm. depending din yun sa sa culture or do sa dun sa sa setting, sa cultural setting where they are at and how they see themselves as part of that cultural setting and as part of that relationship with uh with their what they believe in. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, last one. How would Sige you describe a, like an existential intelligence? How would that one particularly um is how you your how you see yourself or how you perceive yourself perceive yourself in relation to uh the cosmic so, so reflect <laughs> reflecting yes uh, uh, um I know beyond kunyari, yung yung questions that you you normally ask parang what what is uh, what what am I what what am I do what, what am I doing here why am I why, why am I here yeah. the what very hard my... questions yes so yun talaga tiba mm-hmm. existential question talaga yung mga infinite and infinite yung mga question that allows you to have profound thinking mm-hmm. that really reaches into not just understanding it through the senses but it really allows you to experience something so that you can answer that. So, mm-hmm. kanyari, when uh, you listen to music, some people, when they listen to music, diba, it brings them to a different realm or reality na parang, oh, it's a different feeling, it's a different... Right. Parang, mm-hmm. Paano ko ba sasabihin? Kanyari, yung iba-iba-iba yung effect dun sa ibang tao na when they listen to music and when they um, uh, they experience a certain sound, parang, oh, yeah. wow, iba yung naramdaman. Or, ganun din with visual arts. Mm-hmm. Parang, oh, that brings me to a different plane of understanding or a different mm-hmm. plane or level of existence. Parang ganyan. Ah, parang, wow. Parang ganyan. So, it, it's it's like that. It's uh, it's mm-hmm. understanding also how you are able to relate yourself to an experience or to um to a way of understanding the bigger world in relation to yourself also. It's different naman from the self-smart. Self-smart kasi is more um at, ano siya uh, schedules and stuff like that. Scheduling. Ito, mm-hmm. mas bigger. Bigger than your self-smart. Bigger than uh, the bigger world siya. I hope that was helpful. Yes, thank you so much. Mapapa-reflect ka talaga. Oo, talagang yun yung ano eh, something that you ah, okay, parang it, it is existing but you don't really ask questions about it. Parang okay, parang you think it's like natural but if somebody puts it on the table and shines a light on it, it's like, yeah, that's a ah, good thing to ask. Mm. Diba? That's a good question to ask and um, ano yung significance ko ba in in this life? Ano nga ano pala? Ano meaning ng death? Yung mga ganyan. Ba't nga pala ako nandito? Mapaisip ka. Ano yung faith natin? Ano yung faith natin? Phys- physical faith and ano ending natin? Kung baga, how do we end? How do we, do we, you know, ano pa yung iba-ibang, may ibang worlds pa ba? Parang mm-hmm. ganyan. So, all those questions. Kasi ex- the way that we exist and how we exist and our experiences yeah. as we exist in this world. Parang ganyan. Thank um, you, Ella. So, my question naman is, sige, let's go um, to literacy. Actually, dito ako sobrang interested for this topic because, yun nga, I taught the higher grades na. So, mas interested ako, kunyari, sa lower, lower batches or sa younger kids. How do you introduce the concepts of literacy and numeracy. So, are there specific activities that you teach when you read and write? I mean, for reading and writing, also for math, and anong, may age ba siya? Or readiness ba yung hinahanap? Paano ba? 
Ayan, that's a really good question. Para ko din, kung na-memory na- ka of your of your grade school days. Ako uh-huh. din, na-memory na ako ng uh-huh. grade school days. Parang, diba? shocks, ang dami kasi. Totoo, totoo. Parang, ang dami kasing paraan talaga to teach math and literacy, especially mm-hmm. through the intelligences. Mm-hmm. Um, wa- diba, you, you teach... Like what what you mentioned earlier, you design your curriculum, your your literacy. I think your literacy, the ba, before in your correct. Yes, yes, yes. And then in literacy, you're also tapping math. You're also tapping logical smart. You're also True. tapping naturalist. You're also tapping. Then and then with the with the younger kids, it's just that with the younger kids, of course, there's a lot of consideration with the developmental readiness and um their domains. Because mm-hmm. ba, we understand that the brain develops talaga, are very sensitive uh, in right. terms of acquiring knowledge from mm-hmm. birth to seven years. So, crucial yung age talaga. Prime time yan ng brain, de- brain development during the um, the preschool years. So, there, I'm sure you're familiar with it, but there are sensitive periods or there are sensitive periods during this time that allows the brain to absorb certain um, knowledge more. So, right. kanyari, from language is absorbed starts a uh, vocabulary building starts from uh, around one to two mm-hmm. but second languages second languages can be learned from two to around six or okay. seven so it's a, really a mix of the understanding of develop uh, develop the child development mm-hmm. in an in integration of that in teaching math and literacy because mm-hmm. um for math this is how I would teach math through the intelligences. If I am teaching, konyare, uh, whole numbers or uh, number sense, so un- recognition, recognizing numbers and things like that. So, ang hirap, de ba? Kasi may mga pre-math, may mga pre-math skills, may mga pre-literacy skills. So, bago ka pa maglearn ng numbers, you have to learn first uh, the positions. You have to learn uh, symmetry. You have to learn about patterns. You have to learn, you know, there are other things. So, in the preschool or in, in younger ages, that's how it's being taught. So, with pre, with pre, um, pre-math skills. When, when it's time to teach already the whole numbers, okay, we're going to teach you the number one. I, I sing it. So, I'm going to teach number one. Start from the top and then go down. Mm. Start from the top and then go down. Start from the top and then go down to make the number one. And it's all the way from uh, zero to ten. Mm-mm, yung mm-mm. song na yan. Mm-mm. I teach it like that and then I write it so that it, it's very visual for them. Um, but uh, kinesthetic, so because they're, uh, it's, I know. Ah, uh, yeah. Kinesthetic is in their hands. Yeah. They move from the top. And then you can do big movements from, you write in the air. So that's bigger movement. And then tactile, you write uh, smaller, diba? Or you can manipulate smaller objects. And then I can teach them through uh, uh, interpersonal or people smart by asking them to form in groups. Right. So, everybody, uh, for, I, I need, you group yourselves into two or three or four. Kung mag-isa lang yung anak ninyo, pwede naman, okay, how do you use your body to form number one? O, easy lang, standing up. How about number two? So, your hands, hands are extended, your legs are extended to form the number two. Mm-hmm. How about number three? So, you know, there's, uh, there, the, the different entry points. So, they're very specific things. So, naturalist, you take a walk outside and then you kind, Ano, um, identify three different categories of how the trees look like. Oh, this tree is a smaller tree. This one. Oh, that's those are three. 
three trees. Oh, parang ganyan. Ang galing. Um, or you can identify, or you can use the twigs, or find it in nature. Can you find the figure of three in nature? Mm. Or ganun din sa alphabets. Find the letter A, and super enjoy sila dyan. I know. Um, when, whenever we were introducing, um, in one of the classes that we, we have now, it's called the Head Start Reading and Writing class. We, when we introduce the, the alphabets, kasi we're doing vowels and consonants for the first module, syempre, introduce mo muna yung, yung let, the form, uh. diba? You're introducing the form. But I want them also to understand that you can see that in nature. So, diba, sometimes when you look around, say, uy, mukhang letter A yun, diba? Totoo. Uy, mukhang letter C yan, ganyan. And then you get really excited. And we want to draw the attention of the children to that. That when we they look at things, they look at things in a different way. Mm. Not just in a manner that how A is presented. Right. Na, diba? Traditionally mm-hmm. to them. Na, oh, this is A, this is the form of A. Mm-hmm. It's not like that. So, when we do, when we teach them, we want them to have a different perspective also of how you can learn mm-hmm. uh, the, that intelligence. So, inter intrapersonal naman is allowing them to explore on their own to discover what number it is. <laughs> o, parang bibigyan mo sila ng activity na, kasi, um, ang, mga mga words ah uh, mga self smart uh, sorry ang dami kasi oh nakakalito na ah yung mga self smart kasi mas uh, sila at their own pace you give them a task they will set their own uh, uh, schedule how to do it when to do it yeah. and then they'll explore it diba on their own so uh, so we cover the the music the bodily kinesthetic the word also and then we also covered the physical, uh, the nature, and inter, intra. Mm-hmm. Am I missing something? With <laughs> so, parang there, you can use it as an entry point. Mm-hmm. Okay, for for teaching, and then so literacy, it's the same. Uh, you can use the different open-ended materials, mm-hmm. or use the perspective to teach them, or to allow them to see or to learn things in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, when we introduce skills to them, we introduce them not only to the skill, but also on how to learn it. Mm-hmm. And parang how do you learn? You don't learn it in just one way. You learn it eight different ways. You can learn it through this. You can get information through this part. So there's no specific, okay, this is how we do math. You use right. manipulatives with math. For sure, yan. For the little ones. You actually un- up until their grade three, their their al- the three or four five, ganyan. They, we we still use a lot of manipulatives mm. in teaching right. math, kasi concrete yan, concrete connecting and symbolic. Before they get to the symbolic part, it needs to be something that they can touch, and then they can connect the concrete with a with a symbolic part, and then once they're good with this with the uh the connection, they they can work, they can have the image in their head, and then it's more symbolic. So then and then with the literacy. So you start with the concrete things that they can manipulate and then use the intelligences through that. Uh, teach them through the intelligence. Teach it through the intelligences. Build the connection from um, the concrete materials mm-hmm. to do the um, uh, visual to symbolic. Mm-hmm. Kasi, eh, parang mas padali nga yung numbers to teach kasi 
yung numbers, pag sabi mong 1, isa lang yung 1, right? 1. Uh-huh. Pag yung letters kasi parang A, may iba-iba siyang sound. <laughs> may long A, may short A, tapos minsan, pag may vowel, two vowels go walking, may nawawala pang sound. <laughs> so, it's really a complex thing. So, it's, uh, but you always start with the material that is complete. At least for the younger ones when, when I'm teaching through the intelligences. It's always the concrete And then I build a connection from the concrete to the symbolic, and then I veer away with the con- the connecting, and then I until they are ready for the symbolic. All with respect to their developmental readiness. Mm-hmm. All with respect to what they can do at that point and how they are performing. So, yung entry point mo always with their strengths because it allows them to engage the children. It allows you to engage the child. Because if mm-hmm. if you you start with something that they're not you know interested in. Kahit naman tayong adults, parang, oh, I don't, don't want to do that. <laughs> But if you start with something that they're interested in and then work your way in, Uh-oh. introducing the other, then you you get them hooked already. Right. Then they get them interested. Then it's the ball starts rolling. Uh-huh. So, madaming ways. So, literacy naman, writing is always a challenge. Yung mga okay. ayaw magbit-bit, ayaw humawak man <laughs> lang ng, ng pen. They're very aversive. I have one parent. I had a talk yesterday. Uh-huh. about uh, about that also and then one parent was was asking teach yung anak ko ayo parang makita lang ng ball ng pen tsaka ng paper ayo na very aversive he's five mm-hmm. so i go well there are other ways for you to engage a child into writing mm-hmm. hindi lang naman sinabi na pen and paper lang ang gagamitin mo diba uh-huh. you can use chalk you can use chalk and do sidewalk writing right. you can use cotton buds and water and paper ayan pag hindi sila or or kasi ako sobrang engaging to sa mga bata. If you have um, the traditional um, black, well, green board, yung yeah. chalkboard uh-huh. na traditional, so you get cotton buds, you dip it in water, you ask them to write the letter, then it disappears, di ba? Ah, yes, yes. Yes, and then you write it again. Oh, where does it go? And then you can integrate like using chalk on it. How about we trace it before it disappears? Mm. And then, then then you do it again. So, um, there are Galen. many ways to engage mm-hmm. children in in writing that will not make them aversive to it. Kasi, ano eh, pag ayaw na nila, there's really no way. And then, We all know as uh, as educators and as parents, their experiences really determine how a child uh, perceives learning. Their experiences in interaction and how they learn at the beginning. Allow, yun yung bibit-bitin nilang emotion. At yun yung bibit-bitin nilang memory. So, kung nyari, parang pinipilit natin ang pinipilit, hindi, gawin mo to. Hindi kasi ganito yung way. Eh, di lalo silang, parang, ayoko nga, I don't like, I don't like. So, yun ang ang maintindihan nila yung, mag, mag-stick sa kanila yung emotion and yung feeling instead of the skill. So, we, you, the, I think the beauty of the intelligences is that it allows for a, multiple entry points to teach a certain, uh, a certain skill. Actually, I, 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 I'll read you something. Huh? There's, when, when teachers prepare, uh-huh. when teachers prepare activities for kids and their their planning we usually ask questions kunyari how do i make this more uh inter- interactive or Totoo. more word smart or more ganyan with the kids i just pull out the the powerpoint i use this kasi when i also share with the teachers some techniques on how we can integrate the multiple intelligences in working on um preparing materials for our kids and yun, yung paggawa ng curriculum. Uh-huh. Makapola nga is a bit familiar 
Pwede sa siya ako baka may Tingnan memory natin. flashback. Oh, let's see. <laughs> si Paula. Uh-oh. Ah, oo, yan nga yun. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. This is from a book from by uh, Multiple Intelligences in the Classroom by Thomas Armstrong. Okay. Actually, nakakatawa. Ang dami kasing mga downloadable na, na mga PDF na books o sobrang. And the Kindle books that I... I Super appreciate. One of the things here, the questions that you ask ito, um, if you are doing an MI planning, kunyari your objective is volcanoes. Ganyan. Well, I'm gonna learn, we're gonna learn about volcanoes. Parang, wow, you're three. We're learning about volcanoes. Uh-huh. So, okay. So, the questions that you ask is, kunyari, logical math. How can I bring in numbers, calculations, logic, classifications, or critical thinking? in this, in, in learning volcano? For linguistic naman, how can I use a spoken word or written word? Or for naturalists, mm-hmm. how can I incorporate living things? Mm-hmm. A phenomena, ito, okay yan, kasi natural ka agad yung volcano. Ito, uh. in, intrapersonal, how can I evoke personal feelings? How do you feel when a volcano erupts? How would you think mm-hmm. if you feel it being ganyan? Or, dalo na ngayon, recently, you can connect it to, uh, to the explosion, that, uh, di ba yung recent yeah, na, the taal. earlier this year, yes. yeah, the taal one. In interpersonal, can I, uh, how can I engage students in peer sharing? How can I, you know, um, Paano ko ba ma-introduce yung ano ko na baka paano kaya yung ginawa natin Paul remember when we did Taal and you had that um, box yes yes uh-huh. so that's a very interpersonal it's yes. not just okay how do you feel about it right. and how can what can you do what can you do to be part of this uh, with to other, with others uh-huh. and bodily kinesthetic how can I involve the whole body or use my hands. How can I use, okay, create a volcano. Okay, create an experiment. Yan, or logical math yan yung mga. Create experiment. Music. How, how do I uh, perform, or, how can I bring in music or environmental sounds? How does the sound of the volcano, ano kayong sound? Ako to, ano yung sound ng volcano oh. kung nag-erupt, di ba? O, hindi lang siya yung music na may rhythm and may melody. Diba? It's very natural. Um, how can I use spatial, how can I use visual aids or visualization, color art? in in teaching ganyan. So marami actually ways kasi with um teaching those are some of the questions that you may want to ask when you yes. want to teach skills dun sa mga bata. Okay, I love so, it. Isusulat ko yan lahat yeah. mamaya. <laughs> may ano nakikinig muna ako ngayon. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Sa bawat so teacher Ella sa parang sa bawat um topic ito yung mga questions that you can ask para pwede mo siyang ma-capture lahat ng intelligence mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Oh, but of course, you can ask other questions. But to start to Uh-oh. kick you off, or to start off, Uh-oh. these are some of the questions that you may want to ask. And also, siguro, ano, it's good also to know, kunyari ito, um, it's also good to know how a child thinks through the intelligences. True. What do they love to do and what they need. I wish I can share it to you. Kaya lang, I, I, I can read it to you. Pero kunyari, linguistic is, they, they, they think in words. Logical mm-hmm. math by reason. Spatial is through images and pictures. Mm-hmm. Bodily kinesthetic is through the senses. Okay, mm-hmm. through somatic sensation. Music is by rhythm and melodies. Interpersonal is, you know, bouncing off uh, ideas, other people. And yeah. then inter- intrapersonal is in relation to their needs and feelings. Not necessarily, oh, ang selfish. But it's how they relate eh, and how Mm-mm. they process things and understand yes. things at their own pace. Naturalist is through nature and natural forms naman. What they love is different. Oh, that's how they think and they love different things. So, kunwari, in word, linguistic, they love reading, writing, telling stories, playing word games. Anong kailangan nila? Uh-huh. If, you're, if you have a child who is linguistic, 
you may want to provide books for them, writing tools, diaries. You want to talk to them. You want to engage them in debates or things mm-hmm. like that or storytelling, ganyan. Mm-hmm. If you have logical math na, na kid, yan, gustong-gusto nila nag experiment Gusto nila yan, nag-figure nag- out ng mga puzzles. So, ano yung pwede mong Ano yung kailangan nila? So, give them uh, materials that they can use for experimenting. Mm-hmm. You, give them uh, materials that they can use to manipulate. Uh, right. Pung puzzles, kanya. Or yung, actually, yung puzzles sa ano siya? Sa spatial. Right. Uh, uh, so, if you're ah, a spatial okay. one, for your spatial one, designing, kung yung may mga anak kayo na, uy, picture smart yung anak ko kasi uh, they love to draw and design and Dada, visualize and to doodle. Ito yung mga gusto mong bigyan ng mga uh, building blocks o mga Legos. Tama. Gusto mo silang bigyan ng mga imagine gusto mo mag-play ng imagination games, you know, things that allows them to think and to visualize. Yung mga trip to the <clears throat> uh, to the art museums or yung mga picture books yung mga gustong-gusto nila. Yeah. <clears throat> if you're BK naman, you like to dance, you like to jump, you like to you know touch things and you know when I mention these things, parang may isip mo, oh, ganyan din yung anak ko. Ay, Totoo. ganyan din siya. Ay, eh, pero may ganyan din siya. Tapos, oh, 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 oh nag-read mm-hmm. din siya. Tapos, nag-run siya. And then, it's a whole, you know, it's a whole menu of things that you can use mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. actually engage your child. So, parang hindi lang, di ba yung may mga, so, I'm part also of homes of of a lot of parent groups, and they call it. Oh, he's she's he's she's three. He's three. I I don't know how to engage him anymore. Mm-hmm. Parang nagawa ko na lahat sa labo ko. Hmm, nagawa niya dapat talaga lahat. Eto yung lahat. There's a whole a whole menu of things that you can really integrate. Kasi may limitations din tayo na parang yung lahat would be just math and literacy Totoo. or visual or kinetic or tactile. But have you tried doing naturalist? Have you tried using interpersonal? Have you tried using... Diba? Parang may gawin. Actually, may musical, interpersonal, interpersonal, and naturalist pa. So, there are other ways that you can identify with. Diba? So, if... Yeah, I can continue it if you like. and then Or I can share with you the file. <laughs> so, you can... Sige, please. <laughs> explore that also. <laughs> Kukulitin kasi, kita dyan, Teacher Ella. Oh, kasi actually, I can vibrate to you. Like, I need my, on. ano, I need my uh, review. <laughs> yeah. And actually, the, the one I like about this is that it tells you how your child thinks, what yes. he loves, and then what he needs. I so, love. as a parent who would like to determine activities for your child, okay, okay, ito siya ngayon. Ito yung love niya, love niya, BK siya, okay, linguistic siya. Okay, interpersonal siya. Ang pinakamilap actually, intra eh. Parang, oh, hindi mo mabasa. <laughs> Parang interpersonal naman. Gusto niya yung nag-lead yung mga, ang tinatawag natin, playground leaders. Totoo. Gusto nila yung nag, uh, nag-bounce off ng idea, nag-reflect, ah, nag-party, ganyan, mimediate. Parang, <laughs> no, don't do that. Or, siya yung in the middle. Gusto niya yung mga games and friends. So, kung yung child mo ganyan, syempre, they need interaction, they need uh, people to, to work with. And then, yeah. So, there are many ways I can share with you this one, this table. Mm-mm. I will so I will that, make you collect on that on vibes. Yes, yes, please do. I, it will be my pleasure also to share. Uh, okay. Share ko lang din po no. Mm-hmm. So building on what you're saying mm-hmm. now, it allows us to recognize the strengths of our child. At the same time, it allows us also to reflect on ours. So yeah. kanya, I'm pretty sure at some point parang ah parang medyo ganyan din ako. Mm-hmm. Ah parang ah ano ko yung anak ko kasi linguistic tapos ako parang uh, medyo BK ako. It's important for for adults also or for the, the caregivers to understand their own personal Tama. strengths and challenges. Why? Because sometimes 
natural talaga sa atin to teach the way we learn. So kunyari, uh-huh. if you're a if you're a word smart parent, it's very natural for you to um teach your child in a manner that you learn. So kunyari, oh, um, read tayo ng book or ganito yung letter A or ganyan kasi that's how you learn. But if your child is bodily kinesthetic, it's good that you teach him through the intelligent yung yung through the the word smart. But it's also good to consider that hey, you, you we use the strength of uh, initially to engage them. Totoo. So, minsan kasi pag nagtuturo tayo, yun nga very natural inclination natin to say this is how because this is how I learn. Hindi mo na parang hindi mo na hindi mo na kaagad naiisip na ay hindi pala ganoon mag-learn yung anak ko. Mm-hmm. Ay hindi pala ganoon yung personality Totoo. ng anak ko. Or kanya-re in parties. O ngayon medyo wala masyadong parties, but you know when we we attend parties, yeah, you you see this pair, yung, yung, you know, you observe, like, parang, oh, you say hi, you say hi, say go, go, go. Eh, yung bata, hindi naman siya ganun. Hindi ka lang siya ganun, oo. Oo, parang hindi naman siya inter, interpersonal. Ikaw Ay, palang nanay, ganun, eh, diba? Ikaw palang chika, diba? Ikaw parang, okay, mga amiga, ganun. But, yung siya, oh, you say hi, diba? Yung, oh, you, you, you say hi to tita, ganyan. Oh, you say hi to ganyan. But I'm not ready. Oh, you join the, you join the game so you can win a prize. Uh, I don't wanna join the game. I'm so scared. Parang, of all these people, it overwhelms it siya. So, iba-iba. So, it's it's best that we recognize who we are also in reference to how our child learns so that we can determine the best way for our child, not for us. Yes. <laughs> to, Sobrang ganda. Thanks for pointing that out. That yes. is so, okay. so important because, yeah, yes. parang yung example mo, ako yan eh, yung parang, ako yung, ako yung parent na, o, pag nandiyan, yan yung mga friends ko, sina Jumi, sina Mars, sina Angel, pag nandito sila, parang, oh, chichika ako to death. Pero yung anak ko, <laughs> he keeps to himself, mag-aana siya, aakyat siya, ganyan. But, Buti na lang, medyo, medyo may nabasa-basa na ako. So, I just let him. Kasi kung hindi feeling ko, I would have been that kind, no? Of adult na, Uy, no, you have to say hi. You have to kiss Tita Mars. You have to bless Tita ganito. Or Lola ganyan. Yun. And the operative word is, you have to. You have to. <laughs> you have to. So, it's a very oh, good I thing to point to. out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you. Tishala, usually when we learn about parang pedagogies and philosophies, you hear all these words and terms and you try to understand them. Pero sometimes, di ba, the words have parang deeper or uh, more nuanced meaning when used in these philosophies and pedagogies. So maybe you can help us understand the word intelligence as Howard Gardner and multiple intelligence. Ah, defines it. it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh, nakapinaghandaan kita dyan. Ah, I love it! I love it! So, kayo pinaghandaan kita. Dr. Gardner defined it as a biopsychological potential to process information that can be activated in a cultural setting to solve problems or create products that are of value in a culture. Oh, diba? It's such a mouthful. So, processing oh. information. <laughs> Para pinaprocess okay. pa pa. But, um... In layman's term, it's just really, uh, processing is actually learning, diba? When you process an information, it's about learning, learning something. And then, using that, tapping into that learning to solve problems. But it's always unique to a cultural setting. So, one, one uh, solution may not be, one solution, kunyari, here in our cultural setting may not be the same. Correct. Don't say, cultural setting, kunyari, in, in different country, diba? So, it is, um, it is using all that you have learned 
to create or to problem solve, to create solutions or to create products that are of value to a specific culture. Kasi yeah. kunyari, it has to be relevant, diba? It has to be something that is useful mm-hmm. and something that is important that can be used in a, in a cultural setting. Kasi pwedeng, um, you're, you can have those tools and then move to a different setting and then, uh, then in that different, kunyari, uh, I live here in the Philippines and I move to kunyari, uh, Indonesia or Malaysia or something. It's a very different culture. Diba? Tama. And then, I use the same intelligences, but I produce different. a different solution Tama. or a different product for uh, for that kind of uh, ano naman culture parang ganyan. Adapting is also ano intelligence. Yes, yes. No? Oo, of course. Oo naman, kasi it's really ano how you integrate all the intelligences to create something that is of value. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, actually, my husband and I were talking about it because I was. Of course, reading up on a couple of things also to help me prepare for this conversation with you guys. And my husband is like, um, paano ba pag ano, si Jasper, if you remember. Uh, yeah, of course. So, oh, yeah. So, parang, say ko, um, so, kung ikaw, kunyari, diba, if you're, if you're, depending on your, depending on your, kumbaga, ano yung trabaho mo. Okay. Does it make it less smart if you're, you know, this kind of, Work, of, uh, of job? Uh, 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 uh. Of course not, di ba? Mm-hmm. Parang, you, your intelligence is, is ano, already, you have that natural disposition already to grow that intelligence. So, kunyari, ano ka, um, salesman, hindi, ba, ano yan, magagaling, magaling sila with people and they're very right. strong. Pero, kunyari, if you are, uh, kunyari, nakiklean ka or nagjajanitor ka or mm-hmm. nakiklean ka ng house or ganyan, mm-hmm. does it make them less intelligent? Of course not. Mm-hmm. Parang, they use, just ko, no, parang, very special and very big totoo, age. Totoo, totoo yan. Ang hirap kaya maglinis. They know exactly where the things are. They know exactly what to do. They're very, ano din, um, naturalist. They're very logical, smart. They know where to start and to begin. They know, you know, you, parang, yeah, and it, it, it does not determine, di ba, who, what, how successful you will be in, kung ano yung trabaho mo. But it's really how you use your intelligences. Yes. In, in the, work that you do yeah. or in the kung, an, kung nasaan ka ngayon it's really how to you work that intelligence how you apply them it becomes relevant in it's putting in value I, it's it's using your intelligence to put value in the society yes. ba? You're, yes. you're a valuable part of the community of the society yes. I love and that and that makes you yeah smart grit yes. and wit yeah. grit and wit I want to ask Teacher Ella about um, neurodiverse children because you mentioned it depends on the cultural setting. So I guess it addresses young needs or special needs of children, oh. right? But before that, is the MI assessment the same with like, say, a Griffith's mental development skills? Because I had my child assessed for that because he has some needs. But is it similar because that one tests for um, language subscale, diba parang high? I hand I think, coordination ganyan. Oh, baka yun mas specific with the the test that you had. It's very specific to a certain skill set. Is it? Um, um it it in my mind it's very similar to the intelligences, I guess. So it but, explores. Um iba-iba kasi yung sa multiple intelligences na assessment. Okay. Um merong mga ano yung kubaga it scripts at the at the top lang na okay, yung mga some of the online very easy you can get information about it there are some 
like the Midas. It's a paid uh, multiple intelligence assessment test mm-hmm. that you can get. And then they give you a comprehensive uh, uh, understanding of the kind of intelligences that you are. Kasi yung iba, kasibihan, okay, you are, you're strong, uh, you're, you're strong linguistically. You're strong, you're word smart, you're ganyan. Mm-hmm. But the Midas, I think, allows you to have, parang ganyan, may, may category siya under. Mm-hmm. So, kunyari ako, 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 admittedly, at ini, <laughs> admittedly, say ko, I am all the intelligences, but, ano, logical, ay, yung math smart. I'm so, parang, I am very, uh, aversive with, with numbers. Even when I was growing up, parang the thought of solving something with letters and numbers in the same sentence, parang, oh my goodness. Okay. Yes. What is that? Okay, ganyan. And then, it challenges me, I like it. But I don't always get the right answer. I just like solving it. But it doesn't, it, it, it doesn't bring me to an answer mm. that is acceptable <laughs> parang, mm. no, with, from my teacher. Ganyan. So, when, when, when you took the Midas, it tells me that I am also strong logically, but more on application in real life setting. Mm-hmm. So, parang ako, oh, so I am not naman pala, mm-hmm. not number smart. I mm-hmm. am number smart, but I am in a certain application. Correct. Uh-huh. So, so, how about, for example, like, um, the chronological versus developmental age? Because you mentioned um, about sensitive periods, right? So, kasi in, with special needs children, um, some of their, lalo na if they have gifted tendencies, some chronological age doesn't match my yes. asynchronous, diba? So, uh-huh. is that, do you also um, consider that during the assessment? Um, yes. In, in terms, kasi, it's always developmentally appropriateness and age appropriateness. Doon sa, uh, sa bata, we, okay. W- during assessment, when 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 I do assessment, and the assessment that we use normally addresses um, the developmental uh, goals of mm-hmm. the child. Mm-hmm. Doon mo naman malalaman if it's a match or hindi, or if you need if the child needs support. Mm-hmm. Um, if it does not match the um, the goals or may mm-hmm. mga things that are are parang okay, they need support in this one. Yeah. I think the beauty with that is it because of the assessment allows you gives you the data on how to address certain issues or certain uh, how to support certain mm. things mm. that will help your uh, your child to meet the goals at mm-hmm. a certain specific um age okay. um and, yeah go ahead and you work with development medias or therapists yes yes oh okay. definitely because mm. i don't think you don't move forward without them yeah <laughs> it's always it's always with uh, the direction of the developmental pediatrician mm. um even recommendations eh. the as a professional as an educator ako, i had I, I used to head the department that usually dumalabas yan sa school te eh, yung mga mm. chepre needs eh. Mm-hmm. Um, na, nakikita, nag, nakikita yung differences when once um, there is an assessment already. Mm-hmm. And then, you determine mm-hmm. parang, okay, this it has a certain way of learning or a certain mm-hmm. need needs to be supported. So, wala pa silang dead, then we recommend have you, have you see, uh, have, have you, parang we recommend, kunyari, uh, if they would like to see a developmental pediatrician based on our assessment. This one, this ganyan, um, may recommendations pa. Depende rin sa magulang. So, if they are open to it, then they go and proceed 
Kasi we are always for early intervention. Always. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you wait too long and there are windows of opportunities that really close. Yeah. <laughs> um, IQ establishes by 10, diba? Parang, and the, the brain develops 90% by the age of 7. Mm-hmm. Of course, brain develops differently. In, in a, normally, the, may, yun yung sinasabi na But there are other, the brain, other brains develop in a different way, which is also okay. Yeah. You know, and I think the beauty of the multiple intelligences is it allows, um, it allows the, the teachers and the learners to meet at the, I know, dun sa development where the child is. Uh, where the child is. Dun sa developmental stage ng yeah. child at that point. Mm-hmm. Or a developmental need in child at that point. So, and then it uses also the entry point. So, may multiple ways for the child to grow. Yeah. Yes. Not just in, in a certain way. So, kunyari, there are some that are uh, diagnosed with ADHD. Correct. Or, um, that's close to my heart also. Because, parang feeling ko, they, they have sensory integration issues. <laughs> that's why they are uh-huh. unable to perform certain tasks. But once you give it to them, they are able to perform already. Parang, oh, okay, ganyan. Uh, and then, some may language delay. So, the reading. And and reading is always a challenge for some. Diba? Some kids have it easy. Some kids, parang, at some point of figuring out what the letters are, they get stuck and then Perfect. they can't move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, the beauty of, uh, yun, what I really like about the, the multiple intelligences is that, hindi lang ako stuck to teach a child with okay, this is how we teach. We read the letters. We do like this. Mm-hmm. I, I can allow them to experience what the letter is. Mm-hmm. Experience what the number is. Experience what the word means. Mm-hmm. It's it's another way of, of doing it. So, if a child needs support in a certain domain, then the multiple intelligences have various entry points to address that. Correct. Okay, the... the the assessment allows us data, gives us the data or an idea of where we can start. Mm-hmm. But from there, we can determine already how we can use our tool, the multiple intelligences, to address and where it is best we can uh, no, use as entry points mm-hmm. for kids with uh, special needs. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I, I, it's very inclusive, I can see, of children yes. with developmental needs na different from what we normally know or neurotypicals, no? Yes, yes. Um, yeah, inclusivity is, ano, kasi intelligence varies, eh. Hindi naman hmm. there's one way of learning. And think, yun nga yung sinasabi ni Dr. Gardner, you're, you're eight kinds of smart. If traditionally, hmm. there's a general intelligence and yung, Math and logic lang. Ah, math and literacy, literacy language. language, yeah. Uh, lang. That is highly valuable in in a school setting, a traditional school setting. The the intelligence tells us, the MI tells us, the multiple intelligences approach theory tells us that there are many ways for you to be mm-hmm. smart. Mm-hmm. This is not just one way. So even the children who are challenged, they're still smart. Yes. Like, I know, um, if a child cannot read right away, is he less logical smart? Is he is he less body smart? Is he not able to 
uh, is he not able to solve problems? Is he not able to create things also in mm-hmm. with, with value in the community? Does it make him less smart? It's not. Mm-hmm. It's just one way of learning. Right. But you can learn in other ways. So it, it's yeah, it's very inclusive and very respectful of of the child's development. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Sure, Ella, how easy or difficult is it to do this approach in the Philippines? And what do you think um, will be the challenges when you implement this at home? How we can maybe uh, send something, advice for the families that who want? I am sure this. a lot of people will Google after hearing this. Google sila ng multiple intelligence activities. So siguro mga mga advice on that. Marami yan. I would assure you. From, kasi it's been around for a long time. Mm-mm. The first book, I, one of the books that I'm reading now was published by in 1998, 1999. Okay. So, but it's still relevant. When I'm reading, mm, that's right. Yeah, I can do, I can extremely really, anyway, I can really relate to this. So, um, you have two questions, right? The one is mm-hmm. um, how easy and hard it is for the yeah. schools, tamaba, to implement uh-huh. it. And, and the, the other one is at the home. Um, yes. The first question would be how easy or difficult it is really dependent depending on the school who's implementing it. Um, the multiple intelligences have also been um, introduced to the public schools few uh, years back. So around seven mm-hmm. years already. Um, it, they use it as a learning tool and an assessment also to determine uh, where the child is at. But as with all data, it will remain a data if you don't use it. <laughs> it will remain, it remain data if you do not um, as, uh, process it and then mm-hmm. use it as a tool for learning. Uh-oh. So, it, that's... Because uh, I, 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 I've been trained in the multiple intelligences in a school setting. And I think what during the time that I was there, it's it's quite effective. And also the in the preschool where I, I had... Uh, that time, it was effective. I I make sure that the intelligences are integrated in every activity. They live and breathe the multiple mm-hmm. intelligences mm-hmm. in every. Even the parents, even the child. When you say, the we are confident when the parents ask what if you ask if your child is smart. Yes, and what kind of intelligence? Very specifically, they will tell you. Oh, I think I'm word smart, or I think. But I can also be like this, and I can also be like that. Mm-hmm. It's an uh, the. How easy and difficult it is is really um, determined by how the school embraces the theory mm-hmm. and how the school wants to apply the theory. And mm-hmm. um, I think it's uh, the parents also uh, convincing the parents that there is a different way of learning. Right. There are different ways of mm-hmm. learning. Uh, we are... Traditional schools are still thriving because they are they feel that it's still effective in what uh, the kids need that you know in learning very traditional for oh, getting some math yeah, math and uh, language mm-hmm. pa rin mga uh, yun pa rin ang, ang determinants ng kanilang mm-hmm. ng intelligences but it's also in for you know uh, allowing the, the parents to realize that hey you know there's other other ways. For, for a child to learn and bringing them in a, in that idea or a school or a school that serves, uh, that has the multiple intelligences and mm-hmm. integrates them. It's a different 
ano then it's a different conversation altogether right? so it it should not it's it's yun, yun, the, the how easy and how difficult it is is really how the school implements it kasi kunya mm-hmm. in in other schools it's there but they don't really use it in yeah. other schools they maximize it you need you want to embrace it so that you can mm-hmm. embrace, appreciate it you want to mm-hmm. learn it so that you can appreciate how valuable the mm-hmm. entry points are in teaching yes. and learning mm-hmm. remember when i read to you the the questions actually those mm-hmm. are questions also you can ask when you're planning how the kids mm-hmm. can perform as an output so mm-hmm. kunyari, how can you you know you're talking about volcanoes um how can you present to me using uh your people's smart may menu ka lang pas papipiliin mo lang sila so you discuss the concept this is the volcano blah this you had the experiences you did like that now time for output diba ngayon nga sabi ko nga one of the things that is really i would recommend in in schools is to do project work kasi it allows the child to do it at their own pace you know they have a mm-hmm. consultation but one of the things that they can do is um have that menu and ask them okay eto yung mga pwede yung gawin ikaw na ask mo na as teacher mm-hmm. so project yung volcano in the middle and then your intelligences mo naka web if you can uh-huh. imagine it naka web siya sa labas and then nandoon yung project so kunarin kung people smart ka ang gusto ang um, pwede mong project ay mag-interview ka ng tao Okay, during, or gawa ka newspaper or newsletter or news report about it. Yung, kung ikaw ay uh, logical smart, gusto mo yung mga nagbibilang-bilang, hanapin mo at bilangin kung ilan ang mga active at inactive volcano in the Philippines, <laughs> kailan sila huling nag Uh, nagsumabog, Rock, yung mga differences yeah. nila, uh, kailan yung huling sabog nila since the other one when did it last exploded. Tapos kung ikaw naman ay um, people smart, you can interview people based on their emotion. Parang, how right. did it work? Parang, nan, buhay ka na ba? Well, what was your experience when you did, when you had that, when you were that? Where were you? Yung mga ganyan. How did you feel about it? Ganyan. Pwede rin siya sa, yung mga intrapersonal can reflect on parang how does it affect the emotions of the people when Tama. there is intra, when when the volcano erupts yung isa naman um, visual they can do they can show how a volcano works with, along with the naturalist parang how does that work or the sound different sounds that uh, natu- uh, the volcano makes before after mm-hmm. it explodes and ganyan or how does it look like when it look- so imagine the presentation mm-hmm. that you have in your classroom during mm-hmm. that or kahit ano kahit online even at home even it's something that you can also do at home right like yes, for example yes. christmas magki christmas so what can we do yung mga napapasok sa iba't ibang intelligences yes yes and then that this for this yeah for the school is like that in the homes exactly you can also integrate mm-hmm. that when right. you are remember we we talked about the schedule earlier and how mm-hmm. you can integrate the schedule how you can integrate the inter, the multiple intelligences find things that are interesting that your child will be interested you might might be interested in try to do a project around it that taps into the different intelligences allows them to use their smarts in okay. different ways para allow them to explore the smarts because nagbabago yan eh. Hindi naman dahil nagsimula ka na uh, word smart, 
word smart ka na the whole whole your life. Tama. It's it also determine yung yung mga experiences mo rin and how you enjoy certain activity allows you to um bring up the level of the other intelligences. Minsan din kasi as parents, kunyari, uh, we influence how the child learns because ay, hindi kasi ako body smart. So, wala talagang masyadong activities that perform, na nagpa-perform or nagda-dance or nagaganyan. Wala masyado kasi hindi ako masyadong BK or hindi ako masyadong musical. So, wala masyadong musical instrument. But, because I know that, I become more conscious na, okay, I am not like that, but my child is like that. So, we, mm-hmm. I give them more opportunities. Okay, you enroll here. We enroll you here because I cannot teach you how to do that, right? So, uh-huh. maybe, and then we can do rhythms together or beats. I can do that, but I cannot play the piano. I cannot do that. So, mm-hmm. as a parent, you can now naturally navigate around your child's interests and then use the smarts to to bring out the, I know, um, use that interest and to build on their intelligences. So, so, yun. so I hope that's something that is helpful and yes. concrete. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I, like, I like yung using their interest to build on their natural intelligences. Gusto ko yan. Lalagay ko yan sa quote wall ko. Sa quote wall. Sa quote wall. Sa quote wall. Ayan. Teacher, oh. how do you naman study or learn more about Uh, multiple intelligence. Does it have any formal certifications, courses, degrees? You know, um, I've looked into that also mm-hmm. because the barami kasing ano, barami kasing materials about multiple intelligences already because yun nga matagal na siyang uh, na na na, na introduce as a theory. Uh, there there are some who formally offers multiple intelligences as a course and a cert- to certify it's called uh, it's it's online multiple intelligence mm-hmm. institute i think they have certifications for but mostly for teachers however i was um thinking about it and looking looking into other facts as well there's no naman licensing that says Okay, I need a, an MI certified uh-huh. teacher to teach this. Parang uh-huh. ganyan. Or I need an MI, uh, you know, hindi ka pwede mag-apply pag wala kang MI certificate. Ganyan. Sa awa naman ng Diyos, eh, wala pa namang nagtanong sa akin ng gano'n. Are you MI certified? I think my experience certifies it. Ganyan. Diba? Parang, um, it, there, there are ways for you to learn more about it. And if you want to be formally certified, I think there are institutions that does certifies. If you take also your um, advanced degrees, they also include that in education and psychology. They also include the theories of multiple intelligences in their subjects or in, the, in their syllabus. However, if you want to learn talagang on your own, there are lots and lots of um materials but i suggest you start with of course the source you start with the books that dr howard gardner wrote yeah um then uh kasi and eh. when actually when you were asking about the ninth intelligences it got me thinking kasi i mean i would know if there's yeah. I mean, it would be if there's a, not naman that he'll call me and say hey there's a ninth intelligence right now but it's more of but i think i know there would be a paper out there that would tell us that oh, dr gardner has presented a ninth intelligence but there are a lot of kasi lahat yan maraming suggest maraming nagsa suggest kasi sa kanya ng mga intelligences na idagdag mm-hmm. dapat may mga iba iba ibang intelligence mga 
So it's really ridiculous. <laughs> parang, parang, what is it really? And uh, no, that's not the one. Pero yung mga contenders nga yan, essential, moral, at the time was a naturalist. So, there are many. So, nung I was researching on it, is there? Kasi parang, um, parang, in the books that I've been reading, it's just this eight that not, uh-huh. the, the last one was the naturalist that was that was there. And then, in the recent um, article that I, I, I read, it's a, It says that it's it's in 2020, and then yeah. no, there was no there's uh, uh no ninth intelligence at this point, parang but there are still yun paren nandun paren yung contender. Kailang hindi pa nami meet yung criteria, hindi mm-hmm. pa nila mad yung yung moral and existential, hindi pa nila nami meet yung criteria na sinet nila nila Dr. Gardner mm-hmm. for to be, included to be included in the roster of the ni- of the intelligences. Mm-hmm. So. I know. So, marami. So, you have to be careful also with the literature that you want to right. choose. Kasi marami. Mm-hmm. There are other books that sprung from, you know, from the theory, you know, other people have. The authors that, of course, is Howard Gardner and one is, along with him, is Thomas Armstrong. Mm-hmm. You may want to explore if you want to learn more about it. Mm-hmm. Some of the books that they they wrote. Mm-hmm. Do you have other book recommendations for those who know? Yeah, who um, know? yeah, you can start with uh, Frames of Mind and Multiple Intelligences. And then Intelligence Reframe. That's what I'm reading now. Super hong tong. Sorry, I'm, I, don't, I know you're all bookworms and geeks, so you understand <laughs> yes. how my heart skips a beat whenever. Diba? Parang, oh my gosh, this is the one. Oh, parang you found the love of your thing. Parang ganyan, parang, yes, this is, this is yeah, really yeah, an awesome. Na siya, yeah. Easy reading ba tong, um frames of mind, would you say? Or parang I joke think... pang, pang, pang teacher level ba siya kaagad? Ganun? Hindi, hindi. Ako, well, I... You know, I speak for myself. I enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, I am enjoying it because the the things here I want to know. Oh. I want to know about are there is there the moral intelligences, myths and realities about multiple intelligences. I'm holding the book kasi now. Eh. This is a signed copy also of Dr. Oh, Hyde. Ang ganda. So special yan oh. for me. So I'm just like close, holding it close to me lang palagi. <laughs> and then issues and answers regarding multiple intelligences. So I want to know that. And creator, ano, multiple intelligences of creators and leaders. So, parang I want to know, oo nga, parang ano ba yung, ano ba yung intelligences ng mga leaders at saka nakikreate? I want to know that. Maganda. Sige, mabili na so, nga. Teka lang. <laughs> approaches to understanding. Meron ding isa, it's called, ano, um, Changing Minds How by Howard Gardner. Nakakatuwa rin to. Basta anything by Howard Gardner, no? It, oh, yeah, oh, ito din. Ito naman, ano, the art and science of changing our minds, our own minds and other people's minds. Diba? Interesting. Mm. So, if you want to explore that, there are other books also, like the MI in the Classroom. Uh-uh. Also, there are file, uh, I think, I, sige, I'll, I'll share some of you offline later. Uh-uh, <laughs> some materials that I have. Sure. But some of the things you can start with are those. Kasi, doon nagsimula yung theory eh. Um, do next simula. So at least you have, if you want to start with something, start with at the core or the so root or so. Start from the source, system. na, de ba? Yeah, oh, because if you, oh, totoo yan. Because biglang next spring out eh. Meron na mga mga small na if you want na to touch up lang on the what def- yung definition, Mm-mm. ano yung pwedeng gawin ng mga bata. Pwede naman if you want to know more. I think I suggest you go through the books that um the theorists made <laughs> about it. Uy, meron siyang libro na The Unschooled Mind. Yes, oh. The Unschooled Mind. Yan din tinitignan ko ngayon, Paula. <laughs> <laughs> yung mga pinatinitignan yeah, natin. Sa akin, nag-google tayo. And how schools, 
think. I have that also. It's ano signed by him. So sobrang ano din siya. It's about Actually ito naman mas paano ba? Mas learning and ano yung difficulties, misconceptions uh, uh, toward education for understanding. understanding. Yan yung mga gusto natin, 'di ba? You educate to understand. Yes. You understand to educate also. Kasi well, it was written few years back. Years, years back. So, iba pa yung way nila of uh, understanding what learning is. So, it's good just to have those, ano, those materials close. The unschooled mind. Okay. Thank you so much. Marami na namang hahanapin at i-go-google mm-hmm. yung mga nakikinig dito. Yeah. I'm excited so for you. Good. You know, <laughs> pinaka-takeaway ko dito though, tama ang tama yung sinabi mo na it's it's just it remains a data if you don't process and use it. Kasi yep. so far, uh, 'di ba, yung yung Shaking Parenting podcast, ang dami-dami nating data na na-present. Pero kailangan talagang ma-process at magamit. So, yeah. in line with that, <laughs> since we are all advocates of movement here, movement for children, movement for adults, movement for everybody, can you teach us siguro I don't know. Meron bang meron ba kayong ginagawa sa classroom na maybe a BK movement, literal na physical activity that um, parents can introduce to their children or do with their children if perhaps they're trying to think of how to, you know, up their bodily kinesthetic ano, intelligence. Wow. Ganyan. Sige. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, in terms of uh, movement per se, I'm trying to recall, sa variety kasi of integration pero madami talaga all, no <laughs> oh hindi hindi lang kasi nga 'di ba eh tapos exponential pa siya pag sinabi mong activity sa so parang okay um but we always if the the goal or the purpose is to introduce the multiple intelligences mm-hmm. doon sa younger kids we normally start with the song this is a song that we sing in our classroom mm-hmm. before um it's it's just an affirmation song that you're smart in eight great ways And then it's up to you to be creative if you want to, you know, dance it, <laughs> or you want to, if you want to have to create actions with it. Yung salmon, yung when we do it, kasi we sing it with the kids, and then we point to um, the different intelligences that we we have. Um, it's called uh, I am smart in eight great ways. So I I am smart. I am smart. Eight great ways. Eight great ways. Music were the number, body, self, and people, nature, smart, picture, Yon. smart. So you just sing it with your child and then allow them to, you know, embrace that I am smart. Mm-mm. And then you can, you know, reinforce it all. Are we, how, you don't ask them, are you smart? Right. You, don't, you, you ask them, how are you smart? Mm-hmm. And what smart are you using now? Nah, Because yes. it allows them to become more aware of what they can do mm-hmm. and what is available to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's very important, I realize, now that I'm doing mind and mindfulness classes for younger kids, it's very important for them to know what they can do. To recognize that and not other people telling them na, hey, you can do this. It needs to come from them. It needs to come from their own realization that I'm smart. I'm smart, I am word smart, I'm picture smart, I'm number smart, I'm all the smarts, and I can tap in, into this when I need to problem solve or when I need to create something. Diba? So it empowers the child also. Yes, thank you, Teacher Ella. You're welcome. Maybe you can promote, before we end, where we can find you and, I guess, final words for our listeners. Okay. 
Um, siguro for the final words, I I have two quotes from Howard Gardner. Uh, mm-hmm. one for the teacher and one for the one for the teacher and one for the learner. So for the teacher, it's anything that is worth teaching can be presented in many different ways. These multiple ways can make use of our multiple intelligences. So anything that you think is worth teaching, you can present it in through the smarts. Okay, so that's for the teacher. And for the learner, it's not how smart you are that matters. What really counts is how you are smart. And then, yeah, and then you can check me out at um, teacher uh, Enrich Learning Labs. You can find us at IG and FB uh, with uh, teacher, L- teacher underscore LLabs. We have classes also for children, young children. So from two to seven years old, we have play lab classes. So it's a it's a learning laboratory that focuses on developing the skills of the children, um, including their intelligences, and a and a specific class for mind and mindfulness and design thinking for young children. So we teach them um, about what our mind can do and what our smarts can do and how we can apply that. And then the design thinking, the process of problem solving also. So for, for, for kids, for its thematic approach to learning and we use of course, the multiple intelligences, um, growth mindset, and play base for teaching all of those those concepts. So if you want to learn more about it, we have other things also. We have um, the growth labs and the idea labs. So those are for um, enrichment classes. The growth labs are for enrichment and tutorial classes. And then the idea labs is for, ano naman, for parents and uh, teachers, educators, as a skill share uh platform for for us to grow together kasi talagang in this time we just need to support each other <laughs> we need to support each other and we need to just really uh, create that avenue for others to in a, a safe environment where people can just share and then learn from each other so we want to provide that also for for younger kids kasi you know i'm realizing now a lot of us has become problem solvers but a lot of us uh, many are not adept on how to do it. But how do you do that? So now that I am working with young children, it's always good to start them young in allowing them to understand what they can do and how they can use it. I hope that um, what we, the conversations that we have today is, is very helpful also for uh, enriching the, the learning journey of our, the kids in our care. Yeah. And thank you. Thank you so much thank for the you. invitation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Instagram and Facebook or teacherella at yahoo.com. Teacher underscore Ella at yahoo.com. I oh, oh. Yes. Yes. Uh, you know what? Feel free to do that because I super love the conversation with parents. Like this one, nakbuting. I I love that you guys have this conversation because it allows the parents to have different perspectives, talaga, mm-hmm. on how to raise kids. Because it gets really overwhelming, and all the tasks that needs to be done usually falls into you know the parents. Lalo na nga pati pati yung ah uh, pagsuschool, de ba? It falls into parents now. So mm-hmm. it, 
diba? and it and it it's good that they have a, a you know a perspective na to say na ay pwede pala yan <laughs> ay okay acceptable pala na may ganito palang ways of teaching and learning there's not just one way to teach mm-hmm. like how they say that how it's supposed to be and you can be creative yun lang talaga yung limitations natin na you are not limited by your intelligences but you're limited by your creativity and how you will tap those intelligences so yun yung challenge natin mga parents talagang Uh, and that's why we need a group like this one to support us and say, how do we do it? Thank you Thank so much. You. Thank you also. Thank you for joining us this episode. We hope that you learned as much as we did. Don't forget to subscribe or follow us and visit us on our Instagram, shakingparenting.podcast. Let us know your key takeaways from this episode. See you again next week.